0: Breaking down, what do you know? Another Twins winner in Baltimore on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast. Part of Locked On Sports Minnesota. Your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Tuesday, May 3rd. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker. Here with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Brandon Warren. Before we get started, save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Twins win again, Brandon. That's 11 out of their last 12. First two in this four game set in Baltimore or over the Orioles. And tonight, Joe Ryan. I mean, they, as I've said, and I think we both have said, they found ways despite maybe sometimes starting pitching not being as great as it's been. The offense slow. Sometimes the bullpens let them down. But just finding ways to win in this stretch.
1: So 11 of their last 12 starting with a one nothing win in Kansas City. To avoid a sweep back on April 21st. Since that date, the Twins are, of course, 11 and one. What do you think? How many bullpens do you think have a lower ERA than the Twins over that time frame? The whole league? Yeah. I'll go with three. One. Wow. The Detroit Tigers at zero seven four. The Twins are a run higher at a buck seventy four. Wow. They have a .90 whip and a slash allowed of 182, 242, 285. So the bullpen, oh, yeah, also uh, 50 strikeouts and 46 and two-thirds, so they're picking up strikeouts too. The The issue with the bullpen to start the season seems to have figured itself out. We saw Caleb Thielbar get some big outs tonight. Um, game kind of hanging in the balance when he came in. It eventually got blown open a little bit more. But, you know, you're starting to see, guys, Stashek's looking a lot better. Obviously, we've seen the emergence of Griffin Jacks. That's good to see because Joe Ryan was, it was okay. He was whatever. It was just not a very strong night for him. And they're beating Baltimore like they should be. So this is exactly what you want to see from a Twins club that right now is,
0: uh, to steal a phrase, going streaking. Weird game. Really weird game. Jose Miranda gets his first hit though. RBI double. What should Twins fans be looking for from Miranda in the early going? Brandon, a refined hitter in the minors. Did it all last year. Is it fair to expect him to just step into this lineup and start hitting? I mean, there's always
1: that adjustment phase for a rookie coming up for the first time. I mean, that double looked pretty good and that's his first big league hit in nine plate appearances, but I think you can probably expect a little bit more just because of how flat out amazing he was at AAA last season. And I don't know. I just, I feel like his approach is a little more ready-made for the big leagues. When Byron Buxton came up, there was a lot of swing and miss and chase a lot of sliders. And with Miguel Sano, who more or less hit the ground running. It was always going to be if he would strike out too much and make enough contact. With Miranda, I just don't think the same concerns are present. The ceiling's not as high, but you'd feel like the floor, if Miranda didn't really hit the ground running, would still be a respectable big leaguer. And now I'm just curious, does he stay up when Alex Kirilov comes back, which knock on wood is hopefully very soon.
0: Sakhir had, a, I think, an RBI single tonight. Hard hit ball to the opposite field and left, which is good to see from him. Had been struggling at AAA a little bit in the rehab stint. Very small sample. This game busted open with a Ryan Jeffers three-run homer, but I want to talk about what happened shortly before that, Brandon. In the fifth inning, Rocket Deli goes out there, pulls Joe Ryan, doesn't get through five to face Rugnet Odor. He brings in Caleb Thielbar with runners on first and second and two outs. And at the time, it seemed like a potentially game-changing decision to bring in Theobar, who has a 12-plus ERA at that point coming in. But sticking to his guns, goes to Theobar. How much of this bullpen success we've seen over the last couple weeks is attributed to Baldelli in your mind?
1: Yeah, you have to be able to push the right buttons as a manager bullpen-wise, and it's not always easy because you can't pitch Juwander on two innings every single night or an inning every single night. And so you have to kind of mix and match. That was, to me... If you can't use Caleb Thielbar in that situation, you really shouldn't even have him on your roster. Again, I know it was a close game, but think about the minimum three batter rule. Think about where they were in the batting order. And it just, it made all the sense in the world to have him come in. If he doesn't get Odor, which is a great matchup to favor Thielbar, even with how bad he's been, you know, it's possible the game gets broken open in the other direction. But again, if you can't trust Thielbar in that spot, there's no point in having him on the roster because he's not going to work length. He's not going to face a lot of righties if you can finagle it properly. So I think you do have to, you know, we'll uh, we'll take our hats off to Rocco on that one because I thought that was a good decision. And at the same time, too, I could see how it would have been widely panned by people on Twitter or people like you and me on a show like this. I think think he made a good decision. And as people who have listened, I'll tell you when
0: they make poor decisions if I think that's the case and that's not the case here. I agree. At the time I was with it, it's always process versus results. And I worked through that myself constantly with spring in the air. It's a time of renewal and growth personally and professionally as your small business grows. LinkedIn jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free, go to linkedin.com slash locked MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Twins are up 2-0 in this series, Brandon. They can win it tomorrow. I mean, they're just – they're finding ways in this stretch, and tomorrow it's going to be Dylan Bundy against the rookie who has one career start in the bigs and Cal Brady. She was pretty good. Uh, three ERA, so I, I, my math says he gave up three runs over whatever, or maybe a run over four, four and a half. I don't know, but it's a, <laughs> it's a three ERA, and he's pitching again tomorrow. Uh, Dylan Bundy coming back after an ambush at the Trop. Do you expect some adjustments tomorrow? Look like the O's were aggressive today and yesterday against Chris Paddock.
1: Yeah, and two we saw first pitch strikes or good strike percentages from each of the Twins pitchers tonight. So it'll be curious to see how they handle him. It's hard because with smarter pitchers, we talked about Zach Greinke the way uh, way back when uh, this whole streak started. When you've got smarter, more wily pitchers like that, and to this point, I think Dylan Bundy's a lot more wise of a pitcher than he was in his Baltimore days. Um, They usually can figure out what you're trying to do to them and counteract it. And if you're throwing 89-90, you have to be on top of your game in the sense of working that slider in and out of the strike zone, fastball, up, down, all that stuff. Um, I feel like he's probably a pretty good matchup for them from that respect, too, because they're a right-handed heavy lineup, at least as far as I saw, um, near the top. So for me, uh, I think, I think it's a good matchup for him. I think two facing a rookie, it, it always seems to go one of two ways: either you annihilate him, or you're frustrated, like to to beat heck at the end of the game because for you sure. haven't gotten anything accomplished. It's kind of like how teams either fans usually always hate their third base coach or don't know they exist. There's never really a middle ground there with how the Twins fare against rookie pitchers. So I like the Twins' chances of a sweep and. You know, off to the races. This is this has been a very workmanlike team, and I probably said that already, and I'll probably say it again. But they're winning games in more than just one way. And I think you have to take your hat off and be impressed with uh all facets of the game. Even when they screw up like that Korea play, they still make it happen. Uh don't drop their heads after an error like that. It's it's great to see.
0: Limiting damage in a way we did not see from last year's team. They would let that just steamroll snowball into something terrible. Well,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, but with last season's pitching staff, they'd be closer to nine and fifteen than 15 and 9. Yes. I think you <laughs> absolutely. I, I,
0: yeah. Absolutely. I, and they were. Were they not nine and
1: 15? Probably. Yeah. I, I mean, it's were. a literal but, palindrome, right?
0: I believe they were nine and fifteen. They flipped that around. This is the sixth time in franchise history. They started 15 and 9. Had some great years in there, Brandon. 2010, 2019, 2004. So things are looking up. Where do you expect Miranda to get most of his time? If we look at tomorrow, it's a right-hander. Miranda has played the last two days. Do you expect Urshel at third, a rise back at first, and then they have another righty on Thursday. They also play Oakland this weekend. How do you think Baldelli is going to work that out?
1: Yeah, it's it's so hard to say because you want to rise in there, and it seems likely he'd probably play first because I think they really like how he's looked over there. I mean, he could DH too, and he could – he could feasibly play third, but I don't think he's near the top of that depth chart right now. I think you know, Urshel has been more or less a good defensive third base and pretty good with the stick. So I feel like Miranda's probably going to mix and match a bit based on matchups, but I would expect to see him maybe at first base a, a little more than third. I think they like his glove there a little more. But again, too, Rocco's wily like that where you think you have a good idea of what he's going to do. And then he goes and puts Luis Arise at first base in the first place. So uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm guessing they will probably be more first than third. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just uh, grab at straws here.
0: Let's finish with this. I was looking at the outfield today, the alignment of Celestino, Buxton, and Kepler. In my mind, I was thinking that's got to be one of the best defensive alignments they've had in a long time in the outfield. You have Celestino, a 60-grade center fielder right from a appraised prospect days now he's in the majors you have buxton who's the best in the world and then kepler who's a top three to five defender in right how good do you think this outfield defense is when you look at it in that way
1: probably takes you back to and this is before your time the soul patrol i don't know if <laughs> if you know anything about that but it was jock jones in left and tory hunter in center back when tory was exceptionally good and then uh the first iteration had matt lawton in right field i don't know if it carried over to Shannon Stewart and left and Jones and right, I don't think so because Shannon Stewart wasn't uh, necessarily a great defensive left fielder. But that Soul Patrol was probably the most recent bunch that was better defensively than this, or on par with. It's it's absolutely impressive. And I, I want to put a little shine on two guys here. You you brought up Celestino. Um, he's hitting two sixty nine, three sixty seven on base right now. He has really come on strong. And to Jeffers slash right now two twenty eight, three hundred two, four fifty six account for the fact that he's a catcher, account for the fact that the offensive environment is all wonky. That's pretty awesome 8-9 to have in your lineup right now. Uh, very, very impressed with both of these guys, and especially Celestino of late, uh, both on defense and on offense.
0: Happy to tell you, Brandon, we hit a viewership live record tonight with 10. Unbelievable. Ooh. Thank you guys so much for watching. Brandon, thank you. Please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Twins just keep winning. It's a great time to watch. Brandon, thanks again. We'll be back tomorrow. I mean, I don't know why why I would think it wouldn't be after a Twins winner at this point, but hopefully it is. Brandon, we'll talk then. Thank you, sir. Yep,
1: you bet. You'd be good.